over. Uh, today with me, we've got Dave and John, which happen to be the life group that we're all a part of. Exactly. Yeah. So this should bring, uh, I would think, a pretty good conversation as we're going to dive into that as we continue in the series we are in yep. of joy in the generosity. Wait, journey. does this mean we don't meet on Tuesday then? No, we still meet. We, okay. we still we, meet. We still community meet. matters. Community does matter, and we love doing life together. So, yeah, but before we dive into uh, week three of the series, yep. um, how things have been going for you guys? What's uh, new? Anything exciting? I know we're getting close to Christmas, but... We are. Yeah. It's coming up quick. That's all it is, getting ready for Christmas. I got two weddings I'm doing over Christmas, so this week was a lot of prep for that. Yep. Get those ready. Talk that through, so it was good. Yeah. Two weddings close to Christmas. That's 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 pretty intense, I guess. Yeah, getting all the prep work ready and everything set and ready for yeah. the days. Yeah. But they're destination weddings in a warmer place, so that's just one added piece to the that's to nice. it, right? So yeah. yes, but then I have to have be prepared a week in advance because I can't really prep much when I get there. That's yes, true. it's it's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had a Christmas market yesterday, which was fun. Uh, with my wife, she makes greeting cards. I thought about plugging the business. I won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was really fun. Uh, lots of people come out to support us. Both of you were there. Yeah. Thank you for coming. Yeah. Uh, we had a nice time. Um, yeah, it's just cool. You get to be around all these people that like to make things and create. And I get to kind of, I'm not one of the... Excuse me. Not one of the people that does that or makes in that way, but I get to enjoy the environment and the atmosphere yeah. of all those people. So it's fun. Yeah. 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 It looked like it was a fairly busy hopping place. Oh, yeah. Uh, when we got there, it looked like the parking lot was full. And yeah. So it looked like there was a lot of people coming to check everything out and yeah. all that stuff again as we're getting close to Christmas. A lot of that stuff, you know, the handmade things, very personal touches. Yeah. They tend to be very popular with, uh, with a lot of people. So yeah. it's about the right time to have it. So. Good for Christmas. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's been getting over a cold that just can't seem to want to get rid of. It's just been, it's been, a, it's been a haul for over a week now of just trying to get rid of it and yeah. it got worse and now it's gotten better and still, you know, taking vitamins and everything and trying to stay hydrated and that just to keep things, yeah. you know, going forward. But, uh, so I was, yeah, it's been a bit of a challenge and, uh, but, uh, yeah, getting, seeming to be on the mending side of it now. So hopefully we'll... Good get through that and uh yeah and then got to take part in uh trees of joy uh on friday which was a lot of fun and we got to uh, get a christmas tree this year uh through uh, make-a-wish so it was a lot of fun he got to design it he hadn't seen it um, until day of so it was really uh, neat to see the expression and just kind of that wow factor of this is something yeah. i was looking forward to and here it is in front of me so yeah. It was a lot of fun and uh, got to meet the sponsors of the tree, got to sit and talk with them over breakfast and uh, meet some other families also that were receiving trees. So, um, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. It was, it was a good time and, uh, yeah, just very, uh, very appreciative of the generosity of uh, the people around us and the sponsors and everybody making that possible for the kids. So, yeah, uh, it was just interesting to see that as we were talking about generosity and just seeing the generosity of others yeah. um, and being a blessing on us, which was just an excellent part of, of that whole experience. The Make-A-Wish group is really quite spectacular. It is. It's amazing the the lengths and the effort they put in to uh, make the wish trips and other events available to the kids. Yeah. Um, and then just bringing in corporate sponsors and people to be a part of uh, the journey of all the kids in Make-A-Wish. And 
yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's amazing to see. Yeah. And I love the level of excellence they bring. Like, yeah. I know coordinating it all and getting it started took a little bit of time. But when you get kind of in their process, it's pretty impressive how they finish everything off so well. They do. They and do. They think through a lot of details and it's really well done. Yeah, it, it is really well done. And yeah, there's a lot that goes into it and a lot of stuff that you don't see behind the scenes. Um, so yeah, it was, it was an excellent time and uh, just really thankful. So we'll see the tree this coming Thursday. It gets delivered. So yeah. Yeah. get the space already and everything set up for their right. live and have it ready so that's right uh yeah so yeah looking forward to that so yeah should be a good uh good christmas season yeah. and it's gonna be a good one for this year so you also got to be on tv pretty cool yeah i had a little interview which was a lot of fun um Did you plug, plug the podcast just uh, <laughs> should plug, just talk it over just, uh, yeah just just, uh, just a little interview um just again just to kind of go over a little bit of his journey um and the reasons kind of why we were there yeah and so yeah it was uh it's a good experience, and uh, the whole family got to be a part of it, so it was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Certainly a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, diving into today's message, uh, joy and the generosity journey. Yeah. Well, and it's pretty cool that this series is about generosity, and you guys have just experienced that in such a significant yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over the past, basically past month, we've had two real big pieces of generosity with uh, make a wish trip and then the trees of joy yeah um and it was yeah it's just how interesting how this is all lined up and then seeing people being generous um it really leads to you know god's got a plan for you know the generosity part of people being generous and then you also being generous as well and and it was just it was neat to see that uh through the past month so yeah it's kind of neat how this series is lined up kind of right in almost the middle of both of it so yeah yeah what's it like being on the receiving end of that much in terms of generosity it's it's a lot to process um as we you know process all the generosity pieces yeah um because again it's it's sometimes you want to say no it's okay everything you know why are you choosing us for all this stuff you know we've already uh, been blessed with things and um sometimes you kind of want to turn it down and say no and uh, but then realizing that sometimes saying no, you're removing the opportunity for somebody to be a blessing. Yeah. Um, and uh, we've, of course, discussed that in many different topics of uh, you, you have to be okay to accept the blessings as well um, and, and not try to stop them because you're, you're robbing somebody of being that blessing yeah. and, and being generous in a way that they can be. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's still sinking in over the past month of everything that's happened and everything that we've been blessed with and then trying to figure out how can we continue to be generous as well uh moving forward with uh you know the different areas in our lives that we have opportunity to be generous it's funny because when you were in the middle of everything with emmett for years yeah right you think that's when i would like it but you couldn't you couldn't no. actually handle that it would be too much it would be yeah and so you have to wait until he's actually finally medically in a better place and then it feels like well we don't need it now so to speak yeah, because we're not in the middle of it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But I guess for some people, if you don't recover well, and you guys were in community and we're recovering well, so now it feels like we love this, we're so thankful for it, but it's not needed the same way. Yeah, 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 the need's a little different. Whereas for other families where maybe they didn't process it as well, maybe they didn't have the supports, you could yep. see where when they get to that stage, you'd be like, oh, finally something. Yeah, finally something. Something, yeah. right? Yeah. Something good is finally happening. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And yeah, in, in the midst of it, it was like, man, we, the trip, we're like, oh, man, we, we, they've given us so much. They're providing us with so many things and yeah. uh, making everything available to us while we're on the trip. And we're like, 
we don't need all this. This isn't like necessary. We're not, right? we're not there anymore, right? Right. We're not there. And, and me and Leanne had to take a moment and, and actually just sit down and, and kind of yeah. start again, telling the story and remembering all the the hard things that he's gone through, you know, eight, eight years ago when it all started, all the hard things, the blood work, the 30 surgeries, the everything that he went through at that time. Yeah. Um, has kind of culminated into this this wish of a, you well, know. And it makes me think things. about Leanne uh, sort of getting those little, were they beads or they were? Yes. She would put together. Yeah. Yeah. The beads of courage. Beads of courage, right? So you get a bead and you put it on kind of a, like a bracelet. Yeah, it just goes on the, on the string, yeah. And then by the end, you had so many beads on there because of so much stuff that actually could wrap it around your house. Well, we, we used it, not not quite that much, but we did use it as a garland one year on our tree. On your tree. So we wrapped the tree completely in it. and Because there's so many there's beads so on many it, beads it had to be that long. And each thing represents a different procedure, blood work, um, a therapy he was receiving, something like that. Yeah. And yeah, we eventually got to a point where we filled a jar, just kind of spiraled. We thought, we're going to put it on the tree. So we used it as a garland that year as, yep. uh, wow. as what we used to decorate our tree, just... Again, try not to forget the story, right? Yeah. Because if you don't talk about it or discuss it, we tend to forget those things, we right? Do. So, we do. so on those trips at the Trees of Joy, it was kind of like we got to remember why we're here, how we got here. Yeah. And we got here because of all the the pokes and the yeah. the surgeries and everything else that was like, it's okay to receive this blessing now. Yeah. He's at a place where he can actually enjoy. He yeah. can be involved. He can be enjoying it. It's not just he's kind of medically stuck and we can enjoy it, but he can't but he enjoy can't, it, right? Yeah. So, Which is a blessing in itself because yes. not all kids even get there. No, no, certainly not all get there. And, and we did see some of them on our trip yeah. that were certainly more medically fragile than Emmett was yeah. and realizing that this might be the only trip, this might be the this only like opportunity that. they're going to have to enjoy something like this. Yeah, um, Trees of joy numerous kids with different cancers and, and things like that that maybe are in remission now but could start again and do you think about that for the future because obviously for emmett uh, even with the transplant it's only got a limited time he's gonna have to go through some of this again later on yeah so it's almost like a blessing for what was but maybe even for what might come. might come yeah yeah it's gonna be an interesting years as we move out of the first phase into the next phase of maintaining the transplant, maintaining the kidney, um, and yeah. making sure his kidney health, physical health is good, that we can hopefully extend the life expectancy of that kidney to its full. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's always the back of the line that we're going to get to a point where we're going to have to do some more surgeries it's again as we, as he continues to age and, and again, be on all the medic medications, medications again, that just... Yeah. Again, it's not uh, a forever, but we're hoping we can get to a point where uh, the medical field will be able to do something different. Yeah. Um, that might be a more permanent fix to the kidney transplant and that he'd be able to kind of do one more and then that's it forever kind of thing. So, Because when you talk about generosity and we're going to kind of unpack that, obviously the person who donated the kidney, right, mm -hmm. that's next level generosity like yeah. i will go into surgery and give a part of myself mm -hmm. and put myself at risk 
for the life and well-being of somebody else. Yeah. It's pretty spectacular. It is. It is. It is. And and we were able, again, yesterday, we, we got together with them for Christmas, kind of a Christmas meal, and yeah. uh, got to spend some time with them and chat and kind of discuss a bit of the trip and how things have been going with uh, them and how she's been doing. And yeah. so we got to spend some time that way, and we're trying to plan a, another thing in the next uh, month or so, yeah. kind of get through Christmas and then see if we can uh, continue to keep in contact uh, more regularly, it always seems to be either Emmett's sick or they're sick. It's a, we've had issues with trying to get together, but yeah. so hopefully we'll be able to continue to kind of keep that moving forward, which is always a great connection. We have a lot of enjoyment and thankfulness for uh, what she did for us and, yeah. and just that willingness. So, yeah. So, yeah, generosity. It's, uh, it's a great topic. We can talk a lot about generosity okay. and what it is to be generous. Um, our scripture today is from 2 Corinthians 9, verse 6. Uh, remember this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, mm -hmm. and whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Um, and not necessarily just a, a farming metaphor about throwing seed, but just the, the, the more what you reap, you will sow, and whether it's a little or a lot, that's going to determine what you what you, you know, reap. So, great thing to keep in mind. Um, Rick Warren used to talk about that a lot, that that's kind of like built into creation. Mm -hmm. Then God put it in. Like if you want to collect, if you want to harvest a lot, you have to invest a lot on the front end in terms of what you plant yep. to get there. And so God seems to have worked it out that way to encourage us not to be miserly and keep it, but actually to give it away. And then it comes back to us in different ways and how God kind of blesses us. Pretty, pretty amazing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, we're going to dive right in here. Um, what part of the message was most impactful for you and why? Was it something that really stood out in today's message? I really appreciated Pastor Chris talking about the different mindsets. Um, kind of like, it's all for me and then I'll give the tithe if I, you know, if I have to kind of, and then giving your life away, laying down your life mm -hmm. and talking about how it was, um, it's a progression, actually. It's a yes. journey that we're all on that we're trying to kind of grow in that. And I thought that was really, really good mm -hmm. because I think sometimes it's easy for us to think, well, I've done these things, so I've arrived. I'm, I'm finished now. And I guess the challenge that I took from that that I thought was really meaningful was, I don't care where you're at, you can always push ahead more. Yeah. yeah. Right? There's yeah. always a next level, a next step you can take. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was kind of on the same same thing. Again, it was as he approached it as mindsets, but then moved it from mindsets to it's a progression as you move forward. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I thought that was really good because, yeah, we all start out as I made it, it's mine. Like we That's where we all start. Like, it's not we start at, I've already given, like I'm starting at, I lay my life down. We never start there. Yeah. But that's the direction we're always wanting to head towards. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought that was great how he kind of unpacked that with just taking a small step, one little step more forward yeah. to working towards, you know, giving, giving my life and laying it down. So yeah, I thought that was really, really good. Yeah. And that, that last step's a bit tricky because it never ends. Mm -hmm. Like we're always going to have to try and lay down our life. Cause that's like very different than what our flesh desires than what is normal to us in yeah. this life. So yeah, it's, it's interesting. I think that was yeah my biggest takeaway as well. That there's all those steps, but then you get to that last one, and that is actually a continual learning process. Yeah, that you're always gonna like have to learn how to be better at laying down your life. Yeah, 
and that we forget yeah. and we actually revert back to earlier levels yeah, every once actually. in a while and that's have to be true. reminded to kind of step forward again. Yeah. Well, we, what you talked about, we do, we forget, we forget we where do. we've come yeah. from, what's happened. And so it's like, I don't want to lay down my life. I'm going to go back to, I made it as for me. Mm-hmm. And we have those moments, right? Where we kind of go back yep. and have to go back again to laying down our life. Yeah. Yeah. It's a constant, it's a constant movement. It never stops moving towards one direction. Sometimes we do have those setbacks, yeah. um, but it's continuing to take that stride forward. Do you think you move the other way as well? I think you can, yeah. So that it would be like the slight edge or going backwards is the slow fade. Yeah. So I'm moving towards generosity. And I'm moving towards giving of myself and laying my, my life down. But then sometimes I go through periods Something where I'm actually happens. I'm reverting and I'm going yeah. backwards. Something happens, yeah. Yeah, I think that can happen where you can be getting to that point of laying your life down. You get to a critical point and you step back. Yeah. You're not ready to take, you're not ready to take that step or you feel you can't take that step. And all of a sudden you move, you move back a bit. Because one of the things I love about that imagery of the slight edge or slow fade is that no one's ever standing still. No one's ever coasting. You're either going up or yeah. you're going down. Yeah. And so I guess on that continuum, it'd be the same. You're either moving forward towards more generosity or you're actually moving backwards mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but i think yeah. we get in our heads and i knew i do sometimes that i'm gonna hold right here yeah. like i've got this far and so now i can just stay here for a while yeah, yeah. You're, you're never truly at a step you're like passing through yeah or you're slowly yeah you're coming back you're going so, the other way and that's hard but and that's where it's weird with that last step because that was technically the final step right yeah like, but you are still passing into that step, but it just keeps going because like, I guess in my mind, you're just constantly on the edge of trying to figure out what do I need to sacrifice next, yeah. which you could also see as you're holding something back. So in some different areas, you're actually at the first step and then you're learning to actually move all the way through. Right. Mm-hmm. It's interesting to think of a tithe in terms of something in your life with money. It's really easy for me to picture, but I guess that's kind of true of all things. You actually give 10% of something to God and it's almost like you're testing the water of, can I really go all in with this? Maybe it's like, I'm trying to think of an example, like, I don't know, with uh, serving or something. Yeah. Like you'll try a little bit of serving just to see, like, I don't know if I can do that or if that's for me, but then you try that and you're like, oh, I can do this. And then you actually go into the, I'm going to lay down a lot of things for serving and you fully commit. Mm -hmm. I just thought of that. Yeah, it's it's interesting how that works. God lets us actually, and you saw it through Jesus' life, even with the disciples, he's very patient with like explaining things to them. And if they weren't quite there yet, it wasn't like a rebuke them because they couldn't get there yet. But like, a, okay, I'm going to follow me. And just like, we're going to get you to that point. Yeah. Yeah. We'll keep working on it. Yeah. It's a, God understands that we can't just dive in <laughs> all the time. For yeah. Stuff, so. it, it's, it's scary to dive from, it's all mine to lay my life. Everything. Like, to none of it is mine. It's, yeah. None of it's mine. It's yeah. that's a big step, and I and I can see how that can be. Yeah, scary being like, I got to give up everything. Yeah. Like and not having like a middle piece, like it would yeah. be like it's that's a big step. Yeah. But I think that even the way we're talking about this shows how me centered I am. Like either it's all mine or I'm giving it all up. But that means I'm giving up what's mine. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And really the reality is I, I didn't create myself. I didn't create the world. I didn't give myself all the things I have. It all came from God. So it's 
it's almost like I'm recognizing I'm recognizing it's not mine and that God actually gives me things to use mm -hmm. and pass along. And so it's actually trying to flip it. Yeah. yeah. But it's so easy to even at this level be like, well, I am sacrificing what's mine. Yeah. Yep. And it's not really. Well, it's what are we going to do with the possessions God's given us? Yeah. And yeah. And with money, yeah, that's hard because like personally, I just find that there's this weird balance of like, what does it look like to be irrationally generous, but also not fully irrational? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that means. Uh, because like sometimes it's like I want to give huge gifts, but also uh, responsible. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm responsible. Responsibilities, yeah. Right. So like I'm being irrational, but rationally irrational. So it's like this weird yes. tension that we're called to, which I think is more just learning how to hear from God and rely on God in those situations of being planful with your giving, but then walking with God so much so that when you, you can feel prompted by him to, I should be giving this, mm -hmm. I should be moving this resource that he's given me to this person. Yeah. And I'm in a place where I'm not holding on to it tightly because I've just been you know, holding on to it for God. Yeah. So make a plan for your finances, for your time, for your whatever, but then be open to God, changing the plan Yeah. if he prompts you to do that. Yeah. Because they keep throwing around that phrase, and I've heard this, and believe it, you can't outgive God, but you can throw it away. Yes, I was. That's, uh, that's exactly what I was thinking. So I could walk out today and say, well, I can't outgive God and take everything and sell it all and take all the money in the bank for our family and drop it somewhere and say, see, God, I outgave you. When... That's not what God asked me to do and he wasn't prompting me to do and it wasn't responsible to do. If he told me to do that, sure. And then I know he's going to return it. But you can certainly like, oh, I'll just give it all away randomly. And that's not following the other principles, which is to honor God with your responsibilities, where he says, look after your family, yeah. <clears throat> make sure you pay your bills, you know, like those kinds of things. Yeah. yeah. So there's, there's that balance between them, which is what you're talking about. Yeah. Is God leading you? Is God speaking to you about it? Yeah. 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 Because this idea of people being like, oh, I'm just going to just sell everything, get rid of everything, and I'm going to live in my car, and God's just going to provide everything I need. Yeah. But that's not being responsible. That's not the responsible thing to do, right? And you're not being necessarily prompted. You're just like, I should just give it away. I'm just going to give it and away. And again, you're just throwing it away without being responsible or being called to what God wants you to do with it. Yeah. And I think some people yeah. get in that mindset if I just, just throw it away. Just give it away. It's fine. Everything will be just fine. My life will be fine. And like, yeah. And yeah. You, you end up in a situation where you've not been responsible with what God's asked you to be responsible with. Well, I remember Pastor Morris, who speaks on this a few times through Life Church, does a great job with this, where he talked about extravagant moments where God prompted him to like give cars away, yeah. give, I think he gave a house away. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, anyway, to give like extravagant things away and God like blessed him with lots in return. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't like every car he got, he gave away. No. no. And you can walk away thinking that's what happens, but it's not. It's like at this point and this point and this point, God said it, but that was it. Yeah. yeah it's time to do this now. No. Now I want you to do this because I've got something planned for that. I want to bless that person and don't worry, I'll look after you. Like there were times... But he doesn't say, like, every time I get a car, I just automatically give it away. That's not... Uh, I bought a house, I gave it away. I bought, like, it wasn't... No, that's not, not how like it works. That. And so, yeah, that can be... People can perceive it like that. Yeah. Right? But it's yeah. the prompting part of it is the important part in that, is being prompted to do it yeah. over just doing it because you feel you just should be generous. Just, I should be giving something away. I should away. be giving well, something away. Ironically, through that, you're almost removing God from the equation. 
because it's not about now it's just about i am in control and i will just give everything away constantly right because i don't want to have to figure out that line of should i give it away should i not and like i think because it takes faith and if you're just obviously if you're giving everything away constantly your expectation is i just won't have anything and then i'm good or your expectation is God has to provide for me. You're right. Because I, I cannot I gave, give yeah, God, right? I give it all away. Yeah. yeah. So like some sort of like formula. Like I'm controlling God now. Yeah. You have to provide for me. Yeah. Because I, I gave it away. Yeah. Versus like I am the steward and I will responsibly try and hear from God and be obedient to God. And yeah, try and walk that balance. Because ultimately God just wants to do life and yeah. like we're doing life in tandem with him. With him. Yeah. yeah. That's it's ultimately what he wants. And like. The quicker we can realize that we're not in control and that we should just fully rely on him, the faster we can move on with those things. Yeah. I appreciate that from the Bible Project videos when they're talking about that over and over again, that the Bible was not meant to be the golden rule book. Yes. Here's what you do in all these. It's actually more complicated than that because God wants us to rely on him and to walk with him. So it's not like here's when you give and here's when you don't. Here's when you bless people. Here's when you don't. There's kind of a couple of general principles from maybe Proverbs or others. But for the most part, it's like, no, listen to my voice, listen mm-hmm. to what I'm prompting you about and obey that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so we do the partnership. That's a great, yeah. great way to put yeah. it. Yeah, the partnership's a big one. And yeah, they, we, we've, I've had conversations with people that like, oh, I'm just going to give everything away. I'm like, Did, were you prompted by that? Were you yeah. like, is this something you called to do? Yeah. Oh, well, no, I, I should just give it away and God will, God will provide for me. I, I don't know if that's the responsible choice, right? And you have to have that, that conversation that... You need, you need to be responsible. God wants to see that you're responsible with what he's provided. Yeah. And then from there, he can prompt you to be generous with that. Yeah. And it's not, yeah, it's not like, I give it away, so now you got to give to me. It's just, again, it's that I. I did it, so now you have to. I did, you have to. Right? And this is a very small part of the percent. Most people are yeah. like, I'm going to hold on to it. Yes, yes, yes. There, but there are a few. That there, 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 there's a yeah. There, there's a there's a small percentage that they feel they just have to they have to give it away. Yeah. Without the prompting. Yeah. And then become irresponsible with what God's provided for them. And then they get, you know, in a difficult situation and be like, well, where are you? Why aren't you providing? Why aren't you doing this? Why aren't, right? Yeah. So, yeah, the responsibility is a big part of it. That partnership with God calling you to do things is a big part of it. And how it all works to being generous. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's good. Well, We've come to the end of time here. We've had an excellent discussion. That might be the least um, amount of questions we got through in a talk over. But that's what it's all about. As, <laughs> as having a life group, that's what it's about. It's not about, again, it's not the rule book of let's get through the questions. Right. It's about let's have the discussion. And if we get through a question but have a great discussion, that's fine. Yeah. It's not about you have to complete these questions. That's right? Right. So. Um, so I encourage you guys, of course, to join a life group or start a life group. You two friends can do that. You guys can have a conversation just like we did. Um, and just, you know, really open up what God's teaching you, talking to you, especially even just in this area of generosity. But mm-hmm. in all the areas of life, uh, you can, of course, have great discussions about God and where he is in that with you. Yep. Um, and, of course, we want to thank you guys again for joining us today for another Talk It Over. Uh, we appreciate having you and uh, just hope you guys are just enjoying as much as we do when we do this each and every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to thank the tech team, of course, uh, well, beside me today, uh, <laughs> making this, of course, all possible. Uh, and uh, being, you know, just having it available for you guys to uh, just be a part of this each and every week. Yeah. And, of course, we want to remember, whoever finds God, finds life. life.